remember to what that was about. You're saying I walk. I was waking up stage. Like it's not like picking up my microphone. Like I, it's picking up. It's picking me up on yours, but not on mine. That's really like, am I plugged in? Oh yeah, no, I I don't. Everything's been fine on that front. So okay, I don't know why I would have said that. Okay, but hey, here's another episode of Husbands Watching Housewives. I'm Scott, and I'm Jeff, and we just watched the first of three parts of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake reunion. Yes. Part one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part one is a uh, is part of the problem. Like, how do you get excited about a reunion where you know the third part is going to be the best part? Not always. Sometimes they run out of steam by the third part. And I think that's also good why they haven't done four parts in a while with any show. But it's been a few seasons since I think Beverly Hills was like the last one. It's like after a while, it's like you can just make you do maybe do a supersized one. You know, anyways, this, this is out to the weeds. So... Yeah, it was a little, it was good, but it wasn't, um, you know, there weren't like a lot of super impactful things. We're just getting to it. They're having got into the whole like rally von tease of it all. It was like, let's build up to that point. So, but it was, it was still like a little um, nasty in certain respects. Problem I have with the first episode of Reunions is that y- you don't remember half the stuff they're talking about. You're like, oh, is that this season? I for- to- completely forgot. I, yeah, I'd forgotten about um, Whitney and and Meredith in the bathtub and that back and forth. And also her accusing Meredith of like throwing out random stuff when she gets backed into a corner. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That, you know, when she talked about like there's a children who a child who would be disabled and and during their fight and it's like wait where did that come from and is that happening and it was yeah so but yeah it was like it was like what it was like oh that's the the thing about listening back to it on the reunion when she says there uh like when meredith freaks out about the oh don't sick children um whitney actually said what is there a three-year-old with a headache and that that's what set Meredith off. So that's even worse that Meredith just either took that opportunity at the time to be like, oh, oh, she said, child, I can act outraged. She's like, that whole, I forgot about the whole, like, don't you dare. Like, she was, like, barely controlling her rage. Like, she was about to, like, claw Whitney's eyes out for talking about this child about with a headache. This hypothetical child. Alleged child with a headache. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you forget about all those things. And, mm. like, I forgot, and maybe I'm skipping too far ahead, but. A lot of this episode, they spent too much time, like Lisa and Angie K going back and forth, back and forth. And also, I just did it myself. We can just call her Angie now. There's no other Angie on the show. Right, and it's like it's as if Angie H doesn't exist. Although, you know, maybe she'll pop up again, you know, as, as Monica's friend next season. Yeah, I completely, <laughs> I completely forgot that <laughs> Angie'll get on the show any way she can. Right. Angie H will, and then she and Heather she's will a, be she's a housewife hopper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what well, getting back, uh, Lisa and uh, Angie. Angie, I've just I forgot that whole thing went round and round and round. It's like Lisa, yeah, I was like mad at her because she, Angie didn't tell her that she made up with Monica, and it was like it was a dumb fight. And and then like Andy's like, why'd you call her a liar? And da, da, da. and it was like, is this making sense? Like, do we care about that? They're right. fine now. It was kind of like whatever. That was just miscellaneous and dumb. Like. I'm sure they'll get more into like the Heather and Whitney of it all, and but it's just like, eh. and then I did enjoy the back and forth with Lisa and Whitney, and that was productive. 
Yeah. So Whitney basically saying like, basically saying, you know, you, you know, when you're in a fight with somebody, you just like, she disengages and like stops talking to them and, and gets weird. And then, you know, Lisa just cannot be wrong. She literally said, I'm not wrong here. And it's like, well, okay, well, you're not willing to hear any other point of view. So where do we go? Cause you, you've declared I am not wrong. Yeah. And I, I think she probably was wrong. I think you're, I think you're wrong. No, you're right. Yeah. She was wrong. She is wrong. Yeah. I typically think Lisa's wrong, though. <laughs> Again, I, I like her more this season than I have in the past, but she's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, again, and then the other stuff they were talking about... Eh. I was like, going back a bit, um, when they were talking about Monica's story, which I think was really, for me, the most interesting part of the reunion, um, and he said Monica would, like, by then, uh, they never really got into the affair with her brother-in-law it was like just like thrown out there in a couple of scenes and never followed up followed up on so there must be like some footage we didn't see where she actually had a yeah it was called the real housewives of orange county they spent the entire season just being obsessed about that that cheating relationship oh because no. watch that if you want to know what happened yeah. no but literally they, they she had this whole backstory, which I didn't realize it was 10 years ago. I thought it was more recent mm-hmm, that this whole falling too. out happened, which led to her divorce, but it was like a decade ago. And apparently she had like a whole heart to heart conversation with Heather about it, which they must have done that on camera and they just decided not to use it maybe because there was too much going on with the like reality fun tease of it all. But I would have liked to see more of that because I think, you know, that's, you know, what she was saying about how she got excommunicated and had to be rebaptized. I was like, that's an interesting, interesting story. You know, like there's so much like Mormon stuff that gets thrown out on the show. And I was like, oh, tell me about that. And like, why did you choose to be rebaptized? And obviously she's not with the church anymore. So it's like, I would have liked to hear that, you know, we hear so much about Heather's story with the Mormon church and Whitney and like Lisa being 2.0, but I'm like, let's, get more into that and it's like they they didn't they just, i think the season i mean they had to focus on a lot of interesting things about monica throughout the season you know and but i would have liked to hear that part too right so, and have there be more of a dedicated not a dedicated but more of a focused like storyline for her rather than just them peppering in these facts throughout the right and like yeah. her whole storyline was more like because there's so much about her mother right and it was, it was it was literally like it was her mother the first part and then it was like all the fights with the women and then of course the fallout yeah the editors and, and the had finale. some choices to make they're like oh she's giving us too much good stuff right right and they already you know which is with each episode there was no filler so i guess maybe they just you know didn't have the room to like unpack her her affair and and all that but i was like wow and is... maybe that'll be a reason why they bring her back next season it's yeah. just to you know yeah. get some more actual details out of her rather than making it all be about jen shaw and the although what else would it be about next season if it wasn't about the fallout from really all these, of yeah. this? they're all definitely united against her like you know But okay, but we were talking about this previously and you you brought it up tonight. Who's the first one to crack? Oh, so yeah, I was saying like right now it's like all five of them. Maybe Meredith's like whatever, but like definitely like Angie, Lisa, Heather, Whitney are like we are united against her. But I think I used to say There's a crack in the armor and who did you say first? I thought it would be I originally thought it would be Meredith, but I don't think it's more so Whitney. She I think Whitney has a very forgiving heart. And I think, you know, she is willing to give a lot of second and third chances. So she might say, you know, I feel bad for her. She's, you know, we're being iced out. 
I think if Mon if I were to like, you know, really like take some accountability and like, okay, so let's say she gets brought back next season and she takes more accountability and she says some apologies, it goes on an apology tour, which they love doing with the housewife. Um redemption arc and i think whitney could be like you know what i'm gonna give her another chance and it would piss the hell oh, yeah. out of heather and lisa for sure and it would be like oh is she gonna risk these friendships with the other three i think i think you just nailed how they're gonna yeah. keep it all together that's unless, really dramatic you know. unless they take umbrage to monica's story about how she, she wrote in and said your <laughs> crappy show with crappy ratings or whatever she <laughs> that's what she basically said and Andy was like well i would say the rate i mean i don't even recall what the ratings were for salt lake for a season but it's funny that they you know of yes. course they put up what she actually wrote which didn't say that at all yeah. so like why she'd say that but well we was a portion of the email maybe that was higher up maybe she led with like your show sucks well Here's yeah why we should go back and read the blurry yeah they need to like release the whole thing like when lisa arena wrote that email saying she was quitting it was like that was more succinct so we think um but yeah i i, I liked uh um yeah, so I, I'll be curious to see, like, you know, that's, again, that's in the future, like, if she gets brought back, whatever, no one's been offered a contract, whatever. So, but just spe specifically with the reunion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that. Yeah. Um, I liked, like I said, Monica's, you know, fair backstory. I liked her, like, just lodging at people, you know, she does go low. But it's really funny, like calling Angie a bench warmer. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. It's like, wow. and then just like you know, throwing it back at like Lisa, like and like she laughed in Angie's face so many times, it was really kind of funny. Sorry, <laughs> and I like Angie, right? But it was just like she was like, I'm so unbothered by you, Angie. I'm gonna laugh in your face multiple times, <laughs> and Angie's be like, Why? Are you th what's so funny? What's so funny? Which leads me to Angie and. AKA the pillar of the community of Salt Lake. Cause if she says that one more damn time, I'm just gonna be like, girl, we get it. And also, is this the 1950s? Who says pillar of the community yeah, anymore? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you going to the Rotary Club after <laughs> after you're here to do the bake sale? Like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Like, how do you become a pillar of the community in Salt Lake? You open up a hair salon. Ah, you're part of the Greek mob. That's how you yeah, do it. Allegedly. Yeah. 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 And you open up multiple hair salons and, you know, and you are a pillar of the community. Yeah. You know, I was picking up on her. Um, it's not, uh, is it just monotone? It's not that it's robotic. It's, there's something about the cadence it's, in which she speaks. It's a little stiff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's not much modulation. It just, it ends up being the same cadence the entire time. Right. I think she thinks a lot in her head and not that she's rehearsing, but it's just, she it's just, just speaks, thinks before she speaks. Yes, it's very like stilted, like it's coming to her, boom, boom, boom. Whereas Monica's just like, shoom. <laughs> She's too quick for her. I suffer yeah. from Monica where things just slip out of my mouth. Yeah. Whereas you, I think, are a little bit more, you know, you would think before you speak. Yes, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I'm not like as like stiff as Angie, but yeah, I think, you know, it, it was just, it was just weird how much she kept saying that she's a pillar of the community. Right, and I'm, right. I am not saying she's not. It's just like, just but but who measures Sutton measures her life yeah. by pillar of the community? Is there like a a magazine called Pillar of the Community, and has Angie been on the cover? What if there is, and that's what we don't understand about all these the society life on the it's housewives? It's only in Salt Lake, right? It's only in Salt Lake. <laughs> pillar, yes, it's <laughs> part of the, the Mormon Church, probably. She's been the cover girl like many times. Yeah. She's a pillar, yeah. Um, 
What else? Yeah. See, again, I, I think with reunions, I'm going to be useless unless like something major happens because it's the same note the entire episode, just shouting over each other. Meredith brought up some receipts. Yeah. She dug out. But then the receipts she dug out for just her repeating exactly what we like all train, know she said. Like, like it didn't like bring any new context. Yeah. 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 And then all she does is play this lawyer card of what I never said that. It's like, yeah, but. I never said I I it was about their marriage. I said it was about the husband. And Andy's like, Andy tried like twice and she's like, nope, I'm sticking to it. I said the rumor is about the husband, not the rumor is about the marriage. <laughs> And it's like, well, and Andy was trying to get her to say, well, if it's about a husband who's involved in the marriage and there's a rumor about him, wouldn't that in effect be about the marriage? Not really, because the rumor could be like, oh, he had somebody killed. <laughs> this is in effect but the marriage. But that would affect the marriage. I mean, if, really. if you had if somebody Angie killed. If Angie didn't know he had somebody killed, how does that affect the marriage? Right, but now she finds out about it. That affects the Ultimately, marriage. Ultimately, <laughs> down the line. But, you yeah, know, yeah. we're not saying Sean killed, had anybody killed. No. No, but did you have anyone killed? No, I did not have okay. anyone killed. All right. No. So, my Roomba. Um, oh, the $60,000 ring. Oh, yeah. That was a, a bit of it. Yeah. Like, and it's why, only $58,000. Then why you kept what? So, I thought it was, yeah. So, she kept harping on the cost of the ring, the cost of the ring, and never went into the story about like she got the ring after she had Henry, and the thought was that she couldn't have any more children. It's also like the first time she's mentioned Henry in like years. Yes. <laughs> Since oh, little... I shouldn't bring the kids into it. No. Sorry. Kids are off limits. Yeah. Sorry. Um, as Monica said, keep her kids' name out of your mouth. But yeah, um, the sixty thousand dollar ring. She, she did. I. She did originally just go on and on about the price of it. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they edited together. And she mentioned it was sentimental, but in a very throwaway line, like they played in the reunion, it's just like, oh, it is sentimental. Like, and I get that if she didn't want to share at that moment why it was sentimental. Or she was too, like, focused on, like, the ring is missing. She couldn't even, like, you know, get that out. I understand that. But that, that like Monica said, that means more to me than the cost of the ring. That the story behind the ring. To Monica's point as well, like, if that was really what was it was about, then it wouldn't have taken however many months for her to come back with, I got it after a problem with Henry. Right. It would have been like in the bus when Monica confronted her. Right. When Monica was like, I, th- I thought it was really um, uh, the, the fact that you kept bringing up the, the, the monetary value of the ring. It was just, you know, tacky. Tacky. Yeah. Basically, yeah. for lack of a better word, she could have been like, well, Monica, blah, blah, blah. But she obviously didn't say that because she said it the first time during the reunion. Right. <laughs> Which <laughs> when she know, knew it would count. And again, it might be true. And, you know, yeah, she doesn't, you know, if, if, I, if you were suddenly attacked, maybe you're not going to share a sensitive part about your life. If, mm. But, you know. But I remember watching that episode, I, I too was like, oh, God, shut up, Lisa. We get it. Like, yeah. you've said the price of the ring so many times. You know, we've dug through the dug through the trash in the bathroom looking for the ring like the ring is gone you know but I guess that's how she processes things she like repeats and repeats and repeats and she shakes and she cries without tears and you know that's just like the Lisa coping mechanisms yep I like how Andy was trying was like yeah that's why I'm bringing this up like on two different occasions right like yeah you're kind of making my point for me and I I feel like with the, the he didn't do that in relation to the ring but I think that you know Lisa made her point for Monica again. It was she just kept going on and on about the ring. Yes, so. it was a lot about the ring. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I, I, I uh, use use 
let's say you said that you don't like Heather. Like you, in the middle of that, you're watching that and you're like, oh, I don't think I like Heather anymore. I don't like her in this moment. Yeah, she's just a little too smug because she's sitting, like when she first came out, she's like, oh, I'm in the hot seat. It's like, you know, you want to be, you want to be first chair every time. So let's, let's really, let's talk about that. Like she definitely wants it. Lisa wanted it, was probably pissed that like she wasn't first seat and that Monica was. And then like you got poor Angie and Whitney on the ends and Meredith was like, always in the middle or at the end you know um but yeah like whitney is like heather kind of bugged in this episode and the smugness and the like i'm queen bee now and it's just you know after I, I her rocky season last year she's like ah i'm back in oh they didn't mention the black eye at all we're gonna, like, oh, that's gonna I'm be... surprised they could contain themselves for another episode. <laughs> that they'll say that for part three. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I I don't know. I I in this episode I didn't like Heather. So I I I don't know. I'm I'm just do not... you th- do you think uh I mean, do you think it's possible that Heather's gonna be one of those housewives that's an every other year thing where you're like, Oh, I like her this year. Oh, but not not this year. And do you have other housewives that you feel that way about that every year you like you just flip the different direction on them um no usually when i flip one direction i stay there so if i don't <laughs> so like you, so you, you hold a grudge is what you're saying no no <laughs> it's, it could be for the better or for the worse so i have liked heather seasons one two and three and now i'm not so much with her this season but mainly towards the end i was fine with her up until like bermuda but yeah there were people, people i didn't necessarily like kenya so much when she first came on the show but now uh, King is one of my favorites and on Atlanta. So yeah, usually it's like I don't go back. So either I like I like you and then I dislike you or the opposite. But I don't like um flip every season. Do you have I feel like Heather's fit that mold. Like her Heather I swear it was her second season where she was trying really hard to be fan favorite and it was just like falling flat. Like it seemed really, really fake. And then this last season she was at least more fun and you know, at least involved, and then, you know, in season three, and then season four, I think she's, you know, bordering again, so I'm just kind of like, I am flipping back and forth with her, and then, you know, I would say Sutton, I feel that way about, like, I liked her the first season, but the second, I was like, eh, and then, you know, I, I keep going back and forth, but yeah, I can't think of any other housewives that I would think that about. Ashley's getting there for me on Potomac. Yeah, I've always liked Ashley until this season, and now I'm like, it's because she's she's clearly doing all of Robin and um, Giselle's dirty work, and not not even dirty work. They're just doing kind of all the legwork. She's like moving all the boxes and arranging the furniture to get get the room just right, and then Robin and Giselle coming in and go do 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 do, and they do yeah. their thing, you know. So Ashley's the one quick to be like, so let's recap this. So last week you said that da, 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 like to move storyline along, and the others just start doing it. So. But that's all. But that's a whole different, a whole other show. Yeah. Um, Whereas with Salt Lake, I think everyone's kind of moving stuff along. Although she was called a bench warmer, I think Angie definitely, you know, stepped up as a fir- as a first time full time cast member. And... It, it was interesting to see them go back and think about the things that Monica did bring out on camera. Now that we know what we know about Monica, right. So yeah, because their whole point was that she started the rumors, or she wanted to make sure the rumors about Sean got onto the show, right? But I guess in the sense she 
did. And she was ultimately the one who actually said it out loud, you know, but I think, you know, but I mean, she was, she realized she had to do that because it was also kind of genius because they kind of asked her to like, just someone has to say it, go ahead, you know? And she's like, okay, well, what I've heard was, and she got to do it. So I mean, that's kind of genius, but yeah, in the end I was thinking about, you know, that if she did say this horrible thing that, you know, did hurt, you know her family you know andrew's he was family about it. like we, we joke about it but like he seems very sincere and you know caring about his child and his marriage and you know he was hurt that someone would think that he would be cheating and nothing about being gay it was about, about like you know just that i would betray my wife and betray you know our family so that's yeah that i does, mean but if she not... knows about it it's not you know and it's fine with it it's not betrayal so. right but no she definitely you know it will it's funny because like she put it out there and because Meredith had been talking about had to be talking about rumors people just assumed that was the rumor she was talking about and I don't think and that wasn't the, the case as Meredith said so it's like <laughs> Meredith was talking about a whole other rumor but she just wrong time wrong place same thing with like the whole fake account you know it's like oh you did it before but maybe you didn't do it this time but you know right it's kind so of like, again Mon- Red Wolf. Monica and, played it right I think yeah yeah but that was her for their maximum fallout. Yeah, if that was her uh, in game. Right. Yeah. I think she lucked into a lot of that. Yeah. So. I can't wait to hear more about the investigation that Heather had. There's a full on investigation. Oh my gosh. I, what uh, is, but... I wonder if Bo Deedle's doing it. <laughs> I hope she's called Louie for Bo Deedle's number. I mean, for God's sake, if there's going to be an investigation done on a Housewives show from now on, it has to involve Bo, Bo Deedle. Deedle. Although Bo Deedle, it, like, eventually said that he didn't do anything for Louie. It was like back and forth with the Bo Deedle, right. you know, thing. But it, you know, now's the, now's the time. Yeah. The same way that on New York, you know, um, Harry Dubin has to show up somewhere. Yeah. I think that Bo Deedle needs just to show up somewhere in the fr- with, with a file. Sphere. Yeah. I have this Monica file. I think the investigation will just be like, oh, these are the things I heard from Tanisha. Because I think that what she, that recording that she played was what she got from Tanisha. Like it was so again, Heather just set that up. She's like, so you weren't trying to be like Kim Kardashian. And then Monica said no. Oh, really? I have this recording of you saying you want to be just like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but again, she played it. It didn't really prove anything. Well, I think her point was that like Monica was trying to climb onto the show and be famous like Kim did in people's minds, eyes, by being Paris's assistant and then got her own, you know, whatever. So, but it was just like the setup of it all, you know, really? You didn't say that? Oh, look, I have this vo- voice voice note, which apparently she has many from Tanisha. And according to Monica, Heather wanted to play even more, but she didn't get a chance to. Well, and this is why you and I will never send voicemails, voice messages to each other. What? What? Why? Why do people do that? Just text it or like, although you could do screenshots of texts, but it's just, but you, you delete them if you're wanting I, I only, I only use them when I need to send weird noises to people. Um, That's the only time I do. Yeah. I've never done that, but apparently they're like mages and pages so that's insane Heather, yeah definitely came prepared with like her evidence from her hairdresser but at the same time i i do think it's smart of monica to say well i got on the show the way everyone else does i applied and they called me so it's not my fault which really like upset everyone no, no i was referred i was referred it was like but i like that monica was just like no but the way okay friend whatever it's however people get on the show now, now. okay <laughs> and i'm sure many a great housewife has like 
emailed casting and right. so there's nothing like to be looked down upon for that it's like you got to get there somewhere right because obviously all of you don't have some so many great friends because if you did they'd be on the show <laughs> or they have friends who just have you yeah. know sense and don't want to be fun do you remember when they like you know there was these um like rumors out there on on social media about like oh these are the people who are gonna be on for season four and it was that girl who looked just like heather but with brown hair and like some other chick i do not remember this yeah. but uh, it was i'm like, gonna google this when we're done yeah it was like you know casting for next season and there was like these people that ultimately didn't end up clearly being, yeah maybe they tried out but then last minute they found monica and we're like whoa this is the one we're doing yeah Exactly. Well, it doesn't matter how she got on the show. The fact that she got on the show and like brought so much to the season. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's good. And just to be like on a shallow note, talking about clothes, she was best dressed. I would agree. That green was amazing. It looked her hair was amazing. Like it all, the look was great. I think also that you you um it's well it's easy to insult or to get low on someone's uh, clothing. You so you were like this suit's not or this dress isn't doing anything for Meredith. You know? No, Meredith is gorgeous and the dress was just like hanging in there it was a great color but it was just didn't really flatter her and then i would say like whitney's also everyone looked gorgeous makeup was on point with everyone no the makeup was weirdly they all had the same makeup and they were all done really dark like bronzer with cheekbones and uh, but it wasn't like i mean it was kind of it, I, it worked for me i mean me. it was yeah. i guess it it, it it made them look attractive but yeah. at the same time they all had the same look going and it was jarring to see at some points but uh, yeah but um but yeah i would say like i didn't love whitney's dress i liked the color but her hair that pony was <laughs> i love a good ponytail so that was great and then like you know lisa was fine heather lisa and heather both did what they normally do the mm -hmm. same silhouette the same shape colors were fine whatever didn't understand Angie's dress. Again, much like Meredith's, I don't understand this. Was it this. speaking Greek? <laughs> Is it that why an, you did not understand it? It had an olive branch attached to it. Right. And she's like, no, no, I'm not giving this to you, Monica. Um, no, but like she was very pretty and like I loved her hair, but I just um, didn't understand what was going on with the dress. But and Monica connected the most with you. Yes. It was just like the color was gray. It was just, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they planned it that way. Well, I mean, definitely it was like coarse, blonde. I don't know what the color palette was, <laughs> but it, whatever. They didn't bring out, I guess it will come out maybe in part two or part three, the burn book that they showed so pro like so much in the trailer. Right. That'll be when they do a promotion for the uh, Mean Girls. Mean Girls, Girls the, musical the musical that no one knows is musical. Because <laughs> there's no singing in the trailer. It's like, let's trick these Gen Zers into going to see Mean Girls. Oh, wait, it's a musical. Oh, too late. You bought the ticket. <laughs> Maybe the Gen Zers love it. They love the musicals. I guess they probably do with Hamilton, you know. Sure, I don't know. Where you're I don't either, really. Yeah. But my leg is asleep. Oh, and I think... Does that mean we should wrap up? I think, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly, I'm leaning into this mic and like my, my whole right side of my body is falling asleep. Mm -hmm. And it's getting late. It's for us. But yeah, so... Part one. Oh, yeah. Part one of the reunion, and then part two will be next week. Next week, and we'll see where this goes. And yeah. yeah. I'll hopefully get better at talking about reunions between now and next no, week. you're fine. You're fine. It's funny. You start off with, like, I'm going to be useless. I have nothing to say. And then, like, it all, you have stuff to say. Thanks. But, yeah. Um, my leg's asleep. We really got to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>